0: Welcome to Affable Chat Off Script, the episodes of Affable Chat that aren't about movies. My name is Benjamin, and I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, talking to friend of the podcast, Corey Novotny from He's Done It podcast.
1: Corey, how's it going? Ben, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on, and also welcome to Raleigh.
0: Yeah we spent a, a, a what was a beautiful day yes. out in downtown raleigh and um it's a great city I, I
1: love it. I've lived here for um, coming up on four years now this month, and I I really enjoy it. I live downtown my first year here. I've been outside of downtown Raleigh the past three years, so it was nice to kind of explore downtown again this morning, You know, go out to some restaurants, museums, just walk around places that I used to live in, but I don't get to as much, especially in the past year or so. It hasn't been as appealing to go out there, so it was, it was cool to be able to do that today.
0: What would Where do you live now? What would you say the, like, if this isn't downtown, where are you now? Yet?
1: I mean, I think that the best way to describe it is I live across the street from PNC arena. Okay. Yeah. Basically in that neighborhood, uh, right on that Raleigh carry border Things
0: move a little bit slower around these parts.
1: Yes. Than, that's, as opposed to the fast paced <laughs> lifestyle of downtown. Yeah, Raleigh. that's, that's for sure. It's uh, it's definitely a, a different experience, and I loved living in downtown Raleigh. Really, the biggest. Well, there are two reasons why I moved out after just a year. One of them was the commute because I don't work in downtown Raleigh. If I worked in downtown Raleigh, I'd absolutely want to live there. But when I work in uh, the Research Triangle, which is 25 30 minutes without traffic throw in crazy raleigh traffic and it could take me an hour to get home on some days it's just not worth it not worth it at and all. it's also just more expensive out there like living out here i'm 10 minutes from downtown but i'm saving multiple hundreds of dollars a month compared to when i did live downtown raleigh so when i'm 22 years old fresh out of college <laughs> it's not as appealing you know in like a few years from now maybe it'd be great to be back out there and it's like it's not as big of a deal but it's uh it's definitely been nice kind of living close-ish, but in a more convenient location for other
0: things. Right, right. Making the smart financial choice. Very responsible. and I think
1: that's what a lot of people our age tend to do, where it's like you move to a new city, you want to live right where everything is happening, and then you kind of get your bearings and you realize, ah, all right, I don't necessarily need to live right down here anymore. (laughs) Like I would rather uh, spend a, a few dollars on ubers every weekend
0: and save a ton of money just on living expenses elsewhere if you live downtown and you were working downtown would you walk to work or is there some sort of public transit
1: There is, is, is this, I feel like this is a setup. Um, There, there is a, there's a city, city of Raleigh bus that goes throughout the triangle. Durham Mm.
0: Chapel Hill is also. Well, I'm glad you brought up public transit, Corey, because I (laughs) want to talk a little bit about how I got here today. And I would love to hear this because I,
1: I know how you got here, but I don't really
0: know how you got here. Right. Um, so I am fascinated by public transit in general i would love to be able to get around as easily as possible without having to use a car um if you've ever been to a major city you've probably been on some sort of subway uh or maybe even a really good bus system or if you've ever been to another country you maybe have experienced public transit that is worlds ahead of what we have here in the states but we do have a decently like set up amtrak train system here in the united states i've never rode on it but
1: it i mean you you've you've talked it up a little the the fact that you could get here uh, tells me that
0: it's it's decent enough it tells so. you that it yeah it works yeah. <laughs> uh it, in one way or another it'll get you to where you're trying to go yeah but it's not entirely ideal i did sign up for some bit like a bit of a journey uh by deciding to take the Amtrak instead of the conventional drive on the interstate. So just to compare like expected travel time from Columbia to Raleigh, it's a three and a half hour drive. Yeah. Give it, or take. Give or take. Depending on traffic,
1: when you leave, I've made it in three hours. I've made it in more than four. So. Right.
0: And it's, you know, you're, you're going to expect to invest a little bit of energy in the drive. And that is something that you're potentially not going to have to invest if somebody else is conducting the train that you're on yeah right which was the allure for me maybe the energy that i expend organizing the trip on a train uh will be less than driving and i can spend the time on the train actually resting and uh you know maybe even spending that time entertaining myself listening to a podcast reading a book something like that so which you can do while driving but True, true. It, yeah. um, I in guess terms the of one the rest th- part, you definitely can't do the, that. The, yeah, the one thing that is exclusive to train travel is sleeping. And um, that actually was my main focus this morning because the train out of Columbia, it arrives in Columbia at 4 a.m. So, I went to bed last night at 9 p.m., which is early for me, to rest up so that I could wake up and catch the train. And this morning, I woke up to a horribly frustrating text message. Um, Let me read it to you. It says, uh, estimated arrival in Columbia now 4.42 a.m. Remember, I was was expecting it at 4. Note, trains can make up time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah so it's 3 a.m i'm like hmm the train's not going to be here for almost two hours but also it could make it, up could, time. Make it, it could literally it make up time.
1: speed there those last 45 minutes and the next thing you know it's there at four o'clock and you're like where's my train
0: exactly and it's not i guess I, my thought was always if I miss the train I can always just drive myself but I've told too many people that I was taking the train that I <laughs> yeah. I couldn't swallow my pride it would be too that would be too painful so I just got up like at normal time and got to the train station before 4 a.m. and uh it was a ghost town the uh train station in Columbia is a glorified bus stop and there was just a p- bunch of other people sleeping on the benches when I got there. Uh, but uh, but here's the thing. Amtrak is really nice compared to uh, a more traditional far travel thing that people might be more used to being processed through, uh, which is airline travel. So Amtrak, they are not checking... Like what's in your bags. They don't care. They no. don't care what you have on you. You have two carry-ons for free going onto the train, and you can check bags if you want to, but you absolutely do not have to. Um not to mention, oh, the, the biggest draw of all it costs twenty two bucks to get from Columbia to Raleigh. Like forty four dollar round trip. That's cheaper than you would have spent on gas driving yourself, especially with gas prices these days. Yeah, you know? absolutely, even though that's not why I did this, but yeah, you know, it does bolster my case. Yes, so I got to the train station and just waited there for almost two hours basically because the train is supposed to be there for it didn't show up until five, and then we shuffle on to the train and um. So I found out like so part of doing this right now is this trip as much as like we have so much to do in Raleigh nothing is absolutely essential and if my train was late if something went wrong it wasn't going to be a deal breaker so that was fine Um, but I am learning things about the Amtrak system to use next time. And one thing I learned is if you travel in a group, you get preferred seating because they want people who know each other to sit together. So they figure out where the open seats are. So when you arrive at the station, they're like, okay, you two go sit in this row. You three go sit over here so that you're together. And if you're a solo rider, you just get on last and you fill in where the remaining seats are. So I was by myself. So I was part of the like last people to board. Is
1: that a COVID policy or is that normal policy for them?
0: Um that's a good question. I rode before um a couple years ago and the train I rode was not even close to at capacity, so they didn't care. They just said get on and there was so many open seats that it didn't really matter. Okay. But this train definitely was still doing some COVID stuff. Yeah. There I we had to wear a mask and really that was it i i mean and that's like a a national policy still on any form of public transportation you still
1: need to wear a mask
0: i because um like they had covid like signs up on stuff like you see everywhere in public still yeah but people i sat next to a stranger you know it's not like i mean i I didn't feel like there was anything else that was that covid specific going on on the train but when i walked in i remember it's still 5 a.m which is still early as hell yeah and <laughs> walking onto the train they had these lights that never turn off so it's not like an airplane where if you've ever ridden the de- the red eye where you all the lights turn off and it's really good for sleeping there's like these lights that stay on in the cabin the whole time so everybody who was trying to sleep had themselves like totally covered in blankets and it was really shocking to step onto the 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 train car and see basically a morgue of dead people <laughs> yeah. sprawled out across uh, all of these seats which is actually kind of a really good strategy if you're traveling by yourself and you don't want anyone to sit next to you is just sprawl out across both seats because the path of least resistance is just not to have to wake somebody up to sit down you just yeah. go sit next to somebody who's conscious who is going to get out of your way. So I ended up walking past rows of dead folks to find a a nice man who was headed to New York, actually, uh, and I sat next to him. And um, I promptly slipped my uh, sunglasses on to darken things, and I passed out for the majority of the trip. Um, also I had noise canceling headphones on, so that was good. That was that, that always helps. Yes. And, um, even though it's the heat of the South right now, I mean, it's, uh, it's June, it's, it's, uh, you know, mid June right now in, in the South and it's very hot, even in the middle of the night, the train was well air conditioned and I was actually low key cold. I had to cross my arms to try to retain the heat, but, uh, you know, I, I slept through most of the trip, um. But I was thinking that, uh, you know, it would have been nicer if I if I had either traveled with somebody so I could sit next to someone I knew or uh, traveled on a less crowded train, perhaps. But um, so the train, the travel itself was pretty like I was asleep for most of it. So I kind of missed it. But I did wake up a couple of times. And something that's interesting about. Riding on the Amtrak is you get to go through some of like the dead ass wilderness that exists between civilization, (laughs) uh, in between cities and you have absolutely no cell service out there, um, which. It surprises me still. I, I don't understand how cell towers work because how do we not have all of the area between Columbia and Raleigh covered at, by Verizon at this yeah, point? Yeah, I, I mean, I would think so.
1: I would say 99%. So it's I 99% guess it's just,
0: of the places people go, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely right. Definitely not the everywhere. No. Because uh, there were definitely times where my Spotify just stopped playing. And also, my battery got murdered on my phone because yeah. it was constantly searching for coverage, uh, which, again, happened while I was asleep, so I, I probably could have handled that situation a little bit better. Sleeping. Speaking of sleeping, though, so like, just to describe an Amtrak seat, part of the reason why I wanted to travel Amtrak is because I'd done it before, and I know it's really spacious. You get to travel the way that... It's the way airline travel really should be, if it wasn't maximized seating where they're trying to get every single person they can on the plane the seats are huge they're nice and wide and they can recline really far without really encroaching on anybody else's space like the way i was sitting i had both of my bags between me and the seat in front of me and i still had foot space and i could lean back so it was really ideal like you can fall asleep Really easily and not feel cramped. Um, in fact, even if, if I didn't bring bags with me, the person sitting next to me could have gotten out into the aisle without even waking me up. Unfortunately, I did bring bags, so he did have to wake me up one time. But uh, uh, like other than that, it was a pretty restful trip, which is what I was banking on seeing as I had to get up at 3am.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it worked out that way. Um, cause like, so from my perspective, I've never ridden on a train like that, you know, with the intention of being able to fall asleep. So my only experience of that is on airplanes, even late at night when it's dark out, it's still tough for me to fall asleep on an airplane. So I don't know that I would want to take that on even with that description you have but I know in the past like we we went on a trip to Las Vegas in college you were able to fall asleep on the plane I Don't think I did. I might have been able to get like a little bit of rest. So I felt more confident
0: in your chances of getting here and not being like, I need to immediately go to bed. Right, right. Which is the plan, right? Because this is supposed to make it easier and maximize my time in Raleigh instead of minimizing it by having to nap. And the, I don't know, maybe it's something about the motion of the car that actually helps me sleep. I feel like it's the same way in an airplane, but to a lesser degree. The thing that, uh the thing about riding in an airplane is there's that constant deafening air noise that is like you know what i'm talking about it almost sounds like you have the air ac blasting like there's the sound of well it's
1: like right above you
0: well there is that but i don't even know specifically what the source of the noise is but it's noisy on an airplane it's like a constant white noise going on the train almost feels like it's soundproof from the outside like it the sounds you hear are from the other people inside the car but nothing else comes through even the train whistle which is on the front of the train is not that loud like it, it maybe rivals the sound of the train from my apartment while I'm you know like I'm in my apartment I can hear the train coming by but it's not that loud even yeah. though the train the whistle is literally attached to the train so I feel like the the it's a little bit easier to fall asleep in that environment on the train Um, But at the same time, I did have noise-canceling headphones on, so essential travel uh, utility right there. Uh, But here's the thing. There are definitely pros to traveling by yourself that you don't get on a train. For instance, sometimes people are just weird and gross. There was this one guy who was taking up two seats because... He didn't want anybody to sit next to him, uh-huh. and when the sun came up and like it was bright enough, I realized that this dude had taken off his shoes, which oh, no. already is in a gray area, and, and some, for some people, that's outright just obnoxious to do in public, but I don't know why. like Maybe he stepped in a puddle or something, but... Have you ever seen some buses have them where the seat in front of you has, like, a bar that you can put down to, like, put your feet on so that you can... uh, It's, like, something to rest your feet on. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Uh But that thing can also fold up. Okay. He had it folded up, and he had taken his socks off and draped them over it like they were (laughs) drying. (laughs) Why? I don't know why. And this guy... Uh, I'm just, like... This guy's just making himself at home, man. And, and, And really... maybe it was a like a galaxy brain move to ensure that nobody is going to try to sit next to him because it's like, excuse me, sir, can you take your drying socks off of my footrest so I can sit next to you? I don't think anyone's going to try to have that conversation. And I saw that guy because he got off at the same stop as me. I saw him put his shoes back on without the socks and they were like basketball shoes. So he was just an absolute savage.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess that Maybe the the shocks did need to be dry. They were off for (laughs) a reason at at that point. Or he's just completely going with the bit. uh,
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe I I can't tell. I couldn't tell if he was returning to Raleigh or if he was visiting. But if he's returning to Raleigh, I mean, maybe they're just built different yeah calling, I, know. I guess I gotta watch, watch out, out. <laughs> 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 yeah
1: that um I guess like just the thinking about like him doing that just to make sure that nobody would sit next to him it just reminds me of the old Doritos Super Bowl commercial with the guy in the plane who has all these people or it's a, like open seating sit whatever and everyone's walking down the aisle and it just shows him doing something obnoxious every time and then finally there's like this like really cute girl there so he's like I think he's like eating Doritos and like offers them to her so she'll sit next to him and then when she gets ready to commit he sees that she's holding a baby like in her arms and he's like oh no <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is actually i didn't see any babies i wonder how they would be handled by the uh like would they require their own seat or do they count as carry-on and, if, and
1: <laughs> i mean i assume it's similar could to you check plane. a baby that was actually so that was one thing <laughs> that i was um i was thinking about because i did i did fly on a plane um a couple weeks ago for memorial day weekend and i i was like thinking that like a show like impractical jokers or one of those other prank shows could have like a bit where they try to make someone check like a baby (laughs) or like a small child like you know just to see what the reaction would be kind of thing right right um i i definitely think that uh that would not be okay that would be very frowned upon but i could see that being like a comedic source to watch it
0: knowing it's not real i'm just now realizing that there were no babies and that's that's like the, one of the worst parts of traveling with other people is, and, and you know, can't blame the baby. It's a baby, no, but like yeah. it's not something that you love when you're trying to sleep on, pub, on a public transportation and there's a baby wailing the entire time. I don't think there was a single baby on the train this morning. Wow. That's I, like a little surprising. There were, I do remember seeing a small kid. But mm-hmm. I, I don't old enough
1: that he wouldn't be crying the whole time.
0: Yeah, yeah, not making any noise. That's for sure. Not at five a.m. Yeah. But um, yeah. I guess I do need to. I, I need to make sure I take that into a uh, my evaluation. Yeah. Because as a, as a positive, right? Well, because again, this is a whole test trial. Because this the train from Columbia to Raleigh. It's not the most convenient, but it's decently convenient, where if I felt like it's reliable enough, it could be something I would utilize again in the future. Uh, I do have the return trip on the horizon, which leaves at 9 p.m. and arrives at 1 a.m. So we'll see. Uh, The nice thing... So the difference between the Raleigh Station and the Columbia Station of Amtrak is the Columbia Station, like I said, is a glorified bus stop, and the Raleigh Station... Looks more like an airport than it does a uh than it looks like a, a train station. At least from the inside, when you go in there, there's a huge lobby and there's almost like a boarding terminal that takes you over to the platform. Completely air conditioned inside, super nice, uh, even nicer than the Fort Worth uh, station that I visited a couple years ago, and. I uh, I realized that there was three hour parking in the Raleigh Amtrak station, and the Columbia station is free forever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I I I pulled up, um, and I was worried. This is what I was worried about: that I was going to pull up at three a.m. at three thirty a.m. I was going to be trying to catch my train, and there's going to be no parking at the Amtrak, and I was going to have to leave my car in the street and risk getting towed or something like that. Uh, when i pulled up there was plenty of parking and when i walked inside to ask the amtrak guy about parking he was like um oh yeah yeah it's free just uh make sure you lock it you don't leave anything (laughs) valuable in there uh, but yeah it's fine uh and he he told me he, he has a car that's been parked there for three months and it's still there so i'm pretty sure my three days won't be any trouble at all which again way better than leaving your car at the airport it's it's nice. It's a, it's a really, like it, it feels like I'm taking advantage of something here. Uh, yeah.
1: And like, so like that, that sounds really nice to me, but I'm, I'm like thinking about it in my head. So there is in uh up in, in new England, there is a Boston express, which is, it's not a train, but it's a bus and it'll go, it goes through my hometown it'll go right into Boston. It goes to Logan airport and at the park and ride stops, at least at the one in, my hometown and the one in like the next town over it's free parking like that so it's probably the same setup someone could probably leave their car there for three months and not have to worry (laughs) about it and i think that the reason why the raleigh one is only three hours is because not only is it in downtown raleigh but there wasn't a whole lot of parking spaces so i think that was just kind of like a necessary thing right so I guess that's one of the negatives is it's
0: an awesome-looking train station, but there's just limited parking. Exactly. So. Well, that's – that's. I mean, for me, that's all the more reason to try to get use out of the Columbia Amtrak station because I feel like I'm just fortunate that I know people in Raleigh, and that's the direction the train is headed because the train actually can't go that many places. When you look at the train, like how long do you think you would estimate between Columbia and Atlanta on the train? Like how like if it's four if it's four hours estimated time travel to get to Raleigh, how long do you think it would take me to get to Atlanta from from Columbia? I'm
1: guessing that it'd be similar to four because I feel like I feel like Columbia is a little closer to Atlanta than it is to Raleigh. But
0: uh, I mean, I don't know. Somewhere between three and a half and four hours. That's what I would have said as well. But when I checked it, it's actually eighteen hours. What? Yes. Why?
1: Because. What you- is it going to like to, to Tennessee all the way out to like, you know, yes, Arkansas, then comes back into Georgia. Like-
0: Not Arkansas, but it actually has to go through Raleigh <laughs> to oh, wow. get to Atlanta. It so goes literally backwards. That's right. Because of the way that Amtrak is set up, there's very intentional routes, but not a lot of places get covered twice. So while you can go almost anywhere in the country via Amtrak, it's not going to be direct.
1: Yeah. And I guess that makes sense that they just don't have one direct from Columbia to Atlanta. Yeah.
0: And that's super frustrating considering we're the greatest country on the planet and our trains suck this bad. Um, I mean, so that's the other thing I have to bring up on Amtrak is they are reliably unreliable. I knew that by buying a ticket on Amtrak that it was going to get delayed. And I mean, it was delayed getting to me and it was delayed while I was on it getting to Raleigh. I ended up losing almost two entire hours on this trip because the train is just late all the time which uh, is pretty frustrating it, it makes it so it kind of puts you in that like area where you have to decide is this even worth it anymore maybe i should just drive myself yeah. because i'm i'm losing out on so much time
1: and i i think so i i i understand like the desire to want to try out this train and i think that I like the concept of it, but the biggest turnoff to me is the fact that it's going to take just as long and more likely longer for me to get from Raleigh to Columbia and vice versa via the train than it would be just driving myself. And as painful as it can be to drive three plus hours on my own, that's kind of like the edge of where, okay, I'm comfortable I'm gonna do this. I don't feel like I need to find a different way or need to have somebody else with me to make it work.
0: Right, and I mean, I like to feel like I'm being environmentally conscious by take because the train's going there anyways. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just hopping on board. But I, I'm I'm starting to lean toward this idea of riding the Amtrak being like a group activity, more of like a bit where it's like, hey, we're gonna take the train for fun yeah. and deal, yeah. and like we're gonna take all of the in uh, like the inconveniences of the train ride in stride and kind of just have a yeah, good time. And you time all do, do it train. together,
1: exactly. Right. And it's like you're you're instead of recording a podcast telling everyone else, you're just going to have those experiences right. with those people. Exactly.
0: So. Well, it, and it's um the the thing about a long Amtrak ride, like it's actually not that bad riding on the Amtrak during the day and not sleeping on it because a lot of Amtrak uh, cars have dining cars, or sorry, a lot of Amtrak trains have dining cars, so you can get up. It's not like a plane where they tell you to sit down. You can stand up whenever you want, and you can okay. go to the bathroom, you can go get some hot food, uh, some coffee, water, whatever. You don't
1: have to deal with turbulence, so that's probably a, yeah, <laughs> a big yeah. part of that.
0: And, um, I don't know, and there's also something kind of beautiful about the like being on a train instead of seeing a train. Like, when your car is stopped, and you're like, yeah, yeah. shit, <laughs> uh-huh. here comes the Amtrak. Instead, you get to see how, like, somehow this train winds through all these little communities and just kind of slides on through without stopping and you get to like sometimes you're in people's backyards you're just flying through some Amtrak trains actually have observation cars where one side of it is just glass like curved glass and you can just sit and enjoy the majesty of the American countryside and they had one of those on the Amtrak I took to Austin and I got to see Texas in a way that I'd never seen Texas before. It was really nice. It was some, it was just something kind of unique to it. Uh, so there, I feel like yeah. the
1: scenery of that, like if you're talking like taking a train on like the Midwestern Plains or whatever out in the field, like I feel like that would be kind of cool. Um, I don't know if the scenery from North Carolina, South Carolina <laughs> Line is any different There's than what you'd see. Just, a
0: lot of trees. Yeah. There's a lot of like, times where you couldn't see very far uh, beyond the window.
1: And I, I think I had that same experience when driving on the highway. So I don't know that it's necessarily the scenic approach to the right. Amtrak.
0: But it's still something that you can fully, you can appreciate more when you don't have to also be looking at the road. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm not ready to, to make my, to come up with a final verdict on the Columbia to Raleigh uh, and back. Amtrak experience but so far uh you know I'm I'm firmly on the fence still uh the the train ride up here didn't ruin it for me um, I think there's pros and cons. One of the main pros being uh, ringing out this experience for content on the podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, um, you know, I'm still I still am interested in trying to make Amtrak, uh, you know, work. And you know, the 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 government right now is talking about this infrastructure plan. Potentially, train travel becomes better in the United States if we modernize. Could be cool. I think uh I, I, I do like the concept of catching a train going long distance.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely don't hate the idea of it. And like the more I think about it, like as much as an airplane can get from point A to point B faster with the train, you don't have as much Force downtime. Of, yeah. you know, having to get in, go through TSA, all that stuff. You wait at the gate. Uh, I, you know, in your case, you still had that,
0: but right. But uh, it was now more that I know choice. That, yeah, yeah, now that I know that, I'm not going to show up for my train more than 15 minutes early because there's nothing. Nobody's checking you. They mm-hmm. don't even scan your ticket until you're already on the train. Oh wow! Yeah. So they don't even need to look at it when you're getting on. Like you just pile on,
1: kind of like in a Polar Express when Nami's character starts turning right. around, clipping them,
0: and they're and already leaving. Oh, like, where's, where's your, your ticket? ticket. Yeah, right. Oh. And then yeah. that kid starts asking you questions with his yeah. glasses on. He's like, have uh. you, hey, have you ever been on the Polar Express so far? <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about? Yeah. Have you ever listened to Weezer? Like, he he has his like uh, he's uh, uh, you know an expert in something kind of dorky, but it's uh, I don't know what they do if you don't have a ticket. I assume they do the classic throw you off of a moving train. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not <laughs> like, sure. I've never seen it happen. I mean, maybe they just make you buy a ticket, but... Yeah,
1: I mean, I feel like at that point, there's there's only so much they can do.
0: And um, I also don't know what happens if you don't get off at your stop because it would cost me more money to go further than Raleigh, but I could okay. also, you know, try to, to sneak. Uh, oops. oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Um. Hopefully the ride back doesn't destroy me. And hopefully my car is still there. Yeah. That uh, whatever hour I arrive in that would be
1: rough to get in at like 2
0: a.m. and not have a car. (laughs) (laughs) Just have it on blocks. All the windows shattered. Uh, My glove compartment fully emptied out of all the (laughs) napkins that I have in there. So uh, but yeah, that's Amtrak. I'm I'm I'm. I'll give you an update on that, how it goes after my return trip. Okay. But I, I mean, I, I feel decent about it right now. And I, here's something that I don't feel decent about, Corey. And I, I might okay. get in, a little bit indignant about this, actually. Oh, right. And it was our experience this afternoon at a certain sports de- uh, athletic department store. Is that sporting goods? Sporting goods store where I went to buy some soccer cleats. An easy enough task to say. Oh, the you least. would think
1: so. Yeah. In theory, it sounded very, very simple, straightforward, going to go in, find a pair of soccer cleats, pay yeah. for them, and walk out with them.
0: Easy enough. Easy as you like. But it turned out to be not the case, okay? And, and this used to be a yearly experience for me. I I, I want to say it was usually a, a late summer thing, back-to-school shopping You go get some clothes for school, and mom buys this year's pair of cleats. And you better take care of them because you're going to be using them in the fall season and the spring season, young man. So you better make sure that these cleats fit and that they're going to, you aren't going to tear them apart. Okay. So I've done this before. I'd like to go to the department store to purchase cleats because. It's it, it, not every cleat fits the same. You want to make sure you get cleats that are comfortable, so you don't want to waste your money buying them online and you, they show up, they don't fit. So I wanted to go in person, and you were kind enough to drive me to the local sports department here in uh, Atlanta. We, we're not
1: going to name drop them.
0: We'll name drop them in a moment. Okay. Okay. okay yeah.
1: Yes. I, I was. <laughs> I was kind enough. It was um, convenient in terms of on the way home kind of, from downtown Raleigh. So, yeah, I mean, I I thought it was a simple enough thing. Like, let's just go there. We'll knock this out. And you can feel like you did some kind of accomplishment this weekend. That's
0: right. Well, and that's the thing. I, I, I don't like to run errands while I'm, like, quote, unquote, on vacation. But shopping is supposed to be a fun experience. This is, I mean, who doesn't love shoe shopping, right? This is something that friends can do together. But we show up to the... Uh, athletic store and we walked to the soccer cleats department and it looks like it's currently under construction there are boxes laying open full of like these plastic shoe f- or yeah, foot shoe, shaped yeah they're like, like
1: foam forms is what yes. they call it at first i was like is that a typo it's supposed to be foam and i felt it was like that is not foam it's definitely plastic <laughs> yeah it was uh just what you put inside of the shoe to keep it in shape, like yeah, which yeah. is
0: weird because all the shoes we tried were full of paper. Yeah,
1: well, so it's for the display shoes. Uh, if you looked at the display shoes, you would see them. Yeah,
0: okay. So there's these plastic. See, foot I, I couldn't face. tell
1: how much of that was like a bit on your end, being like this okay. piece of plastic is eighty five dollars. <laughs> this one's one hundred thirty nine. I, I f-
0: knew that the identical pieces of plastic with different <laughs> price tags <laughs> on them weren't actually for sale. Yeah, but it was clear that they weren't done setting up the display. No, um, and no,
1: I, and they they straight up said that. So, yeah,
0: well, they didn't say it initially because yeah, there was no one to say right, it. You're right, you're right. Normally, in my experience, going to the shoe section of any store, sports, uh, athletics, or not, there will be a sales associate there to help you and answer your questions and even fetch sizes
1: for you. It was actually shocking. Like, I walked <laughs> around and I could not find a single sales associate. Anywhere, So I don't know if they're all just hiding in the corner somewhere that I missed them, but I did not see there a were single n- person. There
0: were no people who weren't who worked at the place who weren't at a register. So after looking around at the shoes and not seeing the ones I was looking for and not seeing that many shoes to begin with. I went to the waited in line at the register to ask for help. Yeah. And the person at the register was like, uh, we need somebody to help. Uh, we have uh, can you send Josh to go help an athlete in the soccer cleats department? And I was like, ah, he called me an athlete. This guy <laughs> knows how to do customer service. Now I've, you know, I wasn't feeling that great about this place, but now I think things are starting to turn around. So we go back over to the soccer cleats department to wait on Josh and it takes a while, so the two of us start passing a tiny soccer ball back and forth, just playing yeah, catch. Just, yeah,
1: just treating it like a basketball, throwing bounce passes yeah, to each other. Yeah, practicing you know.
0: with our handle a little bit between yeah. the legs, Yeah, you know, just trying to kill time. Throwing
1: it around, knocking over stuff a little. A little like, bit. Yeah. Almost
0: popping one of the balls, because like, again, the display was still under construction, so there was like these like nails or something on the table, which I, th- I thought for sure I punctured a ball. Maybe I did, but uh, it, it, you know, it's Whose fault is that when you're leaving construction equipment out in the open?
1: Uh, right. I mean at some to some extent it should be our fault for just playing <laughs> around But don't I do know I, I because I came agree. in here yes. to buy shoes. Why yes. am I playing with a ball waiting
0: on Josh to show up? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, 10 minutes passed yep. and there's a guy wearing a shirt that has the name of the store on his t-shirt. Same color as well. Same color and But it was a t-shirt.
1: So, it wasn't <laughs> a polo. So, I was like 80% sure that he was an employee. Right, but I was also. But it's rude
0: to go up to someone who doesn't work there yeah. and ask them for help, you know. So like,
1: I actually had an experience like that at a uh, Bed Bath and Beyond a few years ago, where I I guess I just happened to be wearing a blue polo shirt, and some lady came up to me and asked if I knew where something was, and I was like, I guess I'll try to be helpful, but like I have no idea. <laughs> and she was like, Can't you just call someone? I was like, Oh, I don't work here. And she was like, Oh, I thought you did. I was like, I guess I just look like someone. I uh, yeah, it's I had a I have a, a co or former coworker, but he he um used to work at Target, and he said he's been tempted to show up to Target with a polo, Target polo, and just pretend like he works there, just yeah. see how it goes. But I had that experience, so I totally get that idea of not wanting to go up to someone, assuming that they work there just because they're wearing the same colored shirt as the
0: yes. And as a person place. who has worked at a uh, you know low or uh, like minimum wage retail job before. I know that part of your job is to make it clear that you work there and help people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And this guy was not trying he to help us. He was
1: on the other side. Whereas, like, we're looking, we're like, I'm pretty sure that's Josh, but he is not coming up to us like he was told to help someone in he the like, soccer cleat section. He was like
0: stacking tents in like the tent. Yeah. Divide. Yeah. Like, and
1: I guess like that's why I was like, should we stop playing with the ball? Like, do we look like we're just here? Just to have a good time. Just mess around yeah, loitering. Just hanging like, out at the yeah. sports store. We got nothing better yeah. to do on the middle of the day on a
0: Friday.
1: so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so eventually I asked him. I was like, "Hey, uh, do you work here?" And he's like, "Yeah." Yeah, but he kind of was annoyed that I was bothering right. him, you know? And I'm like, "Uh, can you get me these like do you know if you have these soccer cleats and and uh they're tempos, is what I was looking for." I was like, "Uh, do you do you guys have any tempos?" And he's like, "Uh, yeah. W- uh what kind do you want?" I was like, "Uh <laughs> tempos." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, but yeah. what kind?" I'm like, size 10 he's like yeah but what kind i'm like what the hell are you talking about and he's oh like what color and i'm like then ask that yeah. asshole but instead it's like and they didn't
1: uh, they didn't have any on display yeah. so it's like you you can try to be picky and choosy
0: but you, right. you're willing to take anything at that point right so that's so what i said i was like i really don't know what you guys have so i'll take whatever you have in a size 10 and he's like uh, 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 like, let me take a look. And he starts looking on his like little mobile device. Here's something I don't know if you noticed Corey, his mobile device had a huge crack in the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice that. No. <laughs> so, so, what kind of shit show are they running yeah. here? But anyways, he looks, they don't have any tempos, even though they had a sign that was displaying for tempos, they had no tempos in my size or half a size below, just not an option. So, okay, whatever we still need to find some cleats here today i'm desperate that's why i'm here at the sports store trying to get cleats today because i absolutely need them so i can play soccer on wednesday and we start looking at the other uh shoes there and they have two sizes on all of them Uh the guy is there with me and he watches me try on size eight (laughs) shoes which are because i was looking at the women's size and i barely can squeeze my foot in there and then he's like oh well that's the wrong size you need to be wearing the right like the those are that's the women's i'm like please could help me have, man!" Yeah, really? and, but but what <laughs> happens is after that he's like okay now that i've told them how to look at the size correctly he just leaves yeah. and we go through this mad frenzy of trying all the different boxes trying to figure out where we can find my size and shoe and there's not a good selection there's really only a handful of shoes in the entire freaking store that fit my feet which is a pretty common i wear size 10 10 and a half, nine and a half. pretty generic range for shoes
1: yeah. I mean, I'm I'm the same way. I think I'm a 10 and a half. So it's like that you kind of expect to have that. It's like feels like a very average, maybe slightly above, slightly below. I don't know. But like you would think that that's it, right in the range of where
0: you would have a lot of sizes. And eventually we did find one in a colorway I was willing to wear because to be fair, I wasn't going to wear bright pink shoes. I wasn't going to wear bright yellow neon shoes. I feel like guys who wear those to soccer, are assholes so i and and maybe not assholes those people are very cocky and if you can't back it up yeah you have to be really good i like a more subdued dark blue black i'll even wear white but as long as it's not like uh the detail isn't too uh flashy uh i think that's fine anyways i eventually found a pair of shoes a pair of cleats that i i was gonna get not my favorite but they fit i i don't care i'm gonna buy them black and blue black and blue Black, mainly black with a blue detail. Yep. Fine. Very, I not the ones simple, I wanted.
1: Straightforward color. Yeah. Not gonna stand out too much.
0: Basic design as well. Like they don't have like the little sock on them. They're just Soccer cleats. Yep. It's all I need. I'm just playing recreational soccer. Okay, not trying to win the World Cup here. Just trying to wear some shoes. Finally, and at this point, the clock has been. We've been on the clock for what? Forty five minutes? It, we've was, been in yeah, the it store was at for, least
1: at least forty five minutes. We've been, been in point.
0: the store way too long at this point. Corey isn't even here to buy anything. He's just <laughs> <Yeah>. babysitting <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. So uh, so we go to the register. We wait in line because of course there's a line still, and we get up to the cash register. I'm like. Uh the he, the guy says, "Uh do you want to sign up for a VIP bonus plus card? All you have to do is give us your your you know detailed information, I can get you signed up." And I'm like, "Uh no thanks." Because in my head, I'm already thinking, "I'm never coming back to this fucking <laughs> shitty place." Okay? And uh he he scans the shoes and I'm like, "Okay, just let me pay and let me leave." And he goes, "Um he starts saying something into his little mic that he said earlier where he called me an athlete. He like starts calling for his manager and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. And apparently the shoes that we had gotten off the fucking shelf had not been released yet. They were some exclusive motherfucking new age soccer cleats that pre-release and they're not allowed to sell them yet. So the, he calls his manager. We have to wait for the manager for wherever the hell he was hiding this whole time. He comes <laughs> yeah. out, you know, he scuttles his way up to the register and uses his privileged ID card to void the, the scan, the purchase of the, car, of the cleats. And uh, he says, uh, yeah, sorry, can't sell them to you. Yeah, I
1: can't. <laughs>
0: uh, your money's no good here, sir. At least not for <laughs> these cleats. Yeah. So he asked me, uh, do you want us to, do you want to go find some other ones and then come back? And politely,
1: I said no. Yeah. And he said, I I know you've been here for a while now. So, like, I get that. I
0: mean, I know that it's not his fault. The guy at the register was very polite. He's just doing his job.
1: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't his fault that the soccer (laughs) cleat section was such a mess that they were putting shoes that (laughs) the public doesn't even have access to out yet on display. It's not
0: his fault that Josh is a useless, like, (laughs) couldn't help us find shoes at all so um
1: yeah he's he's the guy who deserved the uh the the negative probably
0: and and you know maybe he was somebody who was on the shift before josh who was supposed to be setting up the cleats who knows yeah right there's chaos in this in this (laughs) store and
1: chaos in the soccer cleat section where most of the store seemed like it was fine you just happened to be shopping for the one thing that they weren't ready to sell you (laughs) that's
0: true (laughs) especially because um the uh the name tag on our our uh the register guy it says his name and then it said um my my passion is and there's like a space and he wrote (laughs) golf so i'm like oh man this guy really doesn't care like he's getting dragged into this soccer drama and he's like this is why i like golf golf we never have to deal with this kind of bullshit at golf (laughs) yeah so anyways we decided to leave and, um, on the way out, I was thinking, well, that's why they call it dicks, the sporting sport, <laughs> because that whoever is in charge here is a real dick and wasted yeah. a lot of our time. And unfortunately, you know what happens when, uh, when you, you you department stores... I, mean, I feel like this is emblematic of a larger issue here. Uh, you know, brick-and-mortar stores are going the way of the dodo bird uh, with the internet making it that much easier. Before we'd even finished pulling out of the parking lot, I had already purchased those the cleats I wanted <laughs> on the internet, and hopefully they fit when they get here. That's the one big difference, but... I'm never going back to fucking dicks.
1: I... Yeah, I mean, I, I understand with that experience. I... I like going to Dick's Morning Goods because my parents are reward members. So I, I did think about
0: throwing out the number. Maybe yeah. if I had a number, they would have treated me better. Maybe. But somehow I feel like that wouldn't have made a difference. No, I mean, I don't think they <laughs> legally could have sold you those without
1: Nike coming down and uh, coming Raising after absolute you hell. and them. Yeah. It's
0: funny though, because suddenly now they're all about following protocol. That didn't seem to be the case when they were setting up the cleats department. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. yeah,
0: it's... uh. It
1: was pretty bad, but yeah, definitely a frustrating experience. But
0: we went to Sheets, we, we got did. some meals. Uh,
1: Unbelievable, your first time even hearing about I Sheets. I had no I idea about there. Sheets. It's, yeah, I guess I don't think they're in South Carolina, but they're all over North Carolina. And I know they're very popular in the Pittsburgh area. I'm still so. pretty
0: confused as to why they're called Sheets. The uh, Z or just in general? In general, what 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 are the sheets? Z? I
1: actually don't know. Sheets, I, I I can't tell you. Paper. I, I assume that it's somebody's was, name. Do they sell linens,
0: perhaps inside You can the get sto-
1: you can get toilet paper, paper towels, small you know like convenience store. Sheets packs. of
0: toilet paper. That's what you're saying, maybe.
1: Yeah, I, I'm convinced that it's someone's name. We can look it up right now. I um, I'm, Well, you said they're a competitor of Wawa. Is there some sort of... Uh, what is that even referencing? Walter Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I assume that that's the same thing. It's someone's name and it just starts with Wawa. Well,
0: and, uh, let me tell you, the customer service at Sheets is, you know, streets ahead of whatever they've got going on at Dick's. So I got to give them credit where credit is due. Yeah. Well, if you really want to talk about customer
1: service and having a positive customer service experience, you could talk about breakfast. Oh, yeah.
0: This morning at uh, Big, Big Ed's. Ed's. Yeah. Big Ed's where we got the... Uh, any people who are Raleigh natives, shout out Big Ed's. It uh, was awesome. It was awesome. It was worth the wait because even yeah. on a Friday at 10 a.m., there was a wait at Big Ed's.
1: Yeah, it's it's a popular place to go to. So I guess everyone who also took off this Friday decided to go to Big Ed's. Yeah,
0: and the reason why we got to shout out the good customer service is because I was going to order two uh what do they call them hot cakes cakes. yeah and the my waitress was like absolutely not you should not order two hot cakes and it's not that wasn't uh i assure you this was not some sort of evaluation of me and my potential for eating it was just that she knew more about the hot cakes than i did yeah and i should have been tipped off by the fact that the three hot cakes came with a prize. If you could finish them, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. if you ordered three hotcakes and finished them, you got a free t-shirt. Um, I was going to go with two hotcakes and I, it's a good thing. Sh- I, I didn't,
1: I mean, your, your one hotcake was bigger than you probably thought two hotcakes would have
0: been. My one hotcake was bigger than the plate it came on. Uh, yeah. It was just absolutely was, bizarre. It was
1: huge and and thick. Yeah. And thick. So
0: it was the type of pancakes where if you you can drizzle syrup over the whole thing, and then you look out the window because there's a dog running by, and you look back at it, and the syrup's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's just been absorbed, absorbed completely, and the pancake is still completely dry. Yeah, it was uh, it was something else, but it was it was delicious, and insanely affordable for oh, the amount yeah. of food i got uh i mean shout outs, big ads dude
1: yeah i mean that that was why i wanted to go there i'm glad that you loved it i'm glad that we had a good experience and it was worth waiting a little longer than maybe somewhere else so
0: yeah yeah no i i did uh, big ads is cool and i'm excited to see more of raleigh this weekend as our uh adventure of my amtrak uh f- fueled weekend continues <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
1: hoping the weather is nice we were uh there were a lot of forecast for thunderstorms throughout today it was beautiful almost too beautiful it was very hot very humid yeah. when we were out but uh we're both southern boys yeah, at this point yeah. right? you're
0: not really but you're I a pseudo southern boy i
1: i guess i've i've lived in the south for almost half as long as i lived in the north so,
0: and you have a little bit of recency bias too, since you've lived here the more recent years. You're right, yes. The more meaningful well, maybe meaningful is the wrong word, but your
1: yeah, yeah I guess your you whole know, adult life.
0: Yes, yes. I mean the the
1: childhood years, those are your, your growing up years, maybe you have a little more meaning to them, but the uh, the adult years, that's that's
0: me in action. Right, so. right, 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 So um well I'm excited about that. Um I think I'm ready to to wrap this whole thing up. If you wanna I already said you're on the He's Done It podcast. Uh, If you want to just plug your shit. It is
1: a a mostly sports podcast where uh, a lot of times it's almost, if not entirely, sports. We do have a handful of episodes here and there. Uh, Our most recent one, we do talk a lot about NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, some of the happenings in other sports. We also dive into some pop culture stuff in this one. Talk about uh Olivia Rodrigo, her new album, Sour. We talk about The Bachelorette. Absolutely. I, I love that it's album. It's such a so. good album.
0: I had never heard of Olivia Rodrigo, and um, she, I mean... What an amazing album for somebody who's so young and so new to the music scene. It is.
1: It is an unreal debut album for an 18-year-old. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We, we we definitely go into that one. So if you're if that's more of your thing, you might have to skip around a little. But we do well, put the the marks of when things yes, start. Yes. So. The,
0: the descriptions are very helpful for you guys' podcast. But I don't want to I don't want to understate your sports coverage because uh, you guys pay really close attention to sports. So I would love yeah. getting your perspective. It's it's kind of a nice condensed thing. So I don't have to go everywhere to find out what's going on I can just kind of listen to he's done it and hear the latest on uh you know what the most relevant sports going on so um i'm definitely a listener and sometimes a contributor yes uh, so it's uh yeah shout outs he's done it shout out brian uh who is yeah. the uh, other uh, host over there at he's done it yeah he texted me mid recording just
1: a, a tennis ball emoji and uh one of those like looking to the side and discuss emoji is like oh no what's happening with the <laughs> doll he he was <laughs> losing the you know two other first three sets to novak joke i don't know what the uh the update is on the fourth set but i'm a big dog guy that's something that we have definitely shared on the podcast the before.
0: sports world never stops spinning it's always going on and and he's done it it is covering it all so check out he's done it uh but that's gonna do it for this episode so um bye